I want to take a moment to thank our sponsor, Real Estate for Life. If you're thinking about buying or selling a home or moving to a more family-friendly or Christian area, please consider going to realestateforlife.org. They will pair you with expert real estate professionals who share your faith, and they will also contribute a portion of their commission to a pro-life charity of your choice, all at no cost to you. So to connect with a pro-life realtor, please visit realestateforlife.org or call them at 1-877-LIFE-US-1. Hello and welcome back to A Reason for Hope. I am honored that you're joining us today. This podcast can be a resource for interviews, catechesis, and candid conversations about our Catholic faith. Please subscribe to us and follow us. Forward this podcast to anyone you think it may help. It's available on all podcast platforms. Let's have as many people as possible join us in this journey of faith. Please prayerfully consider going on our donation page and supporting this work. Without people like you, we would not exist. All you need to do is go on our website at arrayofhope.org and navigate to our donation page. We are a 501c3 non-for-profit organization, so all donations are tax-deductible. You might know this by now, but this is our fourth season, and we're offering three different podcasts under the Ariza for Hope umbrella, such as our interviews with nationally known personalities, Ariza for Hope candid discussions with our young adult team members, and lastly, Dave and I talking about Catholic teaching. So today, Dave and I will continue our discussion about the creed. So let's get into it. Here we go. So Dave, welcome back to our journey through the creed. How's it going? It's going pretty good. Thank yeah? you. Yep. You had a good week? It was a pretty good week. Yeah, pretty good. Me too. Me too. Um, so uh, as you know, this series is that we're digging deep into what the creed states and what we believe as Catholics. And today we're going to begin with our very first article, which is, I believe in God, the Father Almighty creator of heaven and earth. We say that with confidence every Sunday, right? So the creed starts with, I believe in God. And if we know God exists and even some things about him by reason, why do we assert that we believe in God? Yeah. yeah. Well, of course, divine revelation confirms what reason can tell us. So uh-huh. it's not like it's not in divine revelation. Mm-hmm. But notice this. We don't say that I believe that God exists. That's a fact. Mm -hmm. We also don't say, I believe in gods. And that's important because in the Roman world, just about everybody was polytheistic with the exception of the Jews. Mm -hmm. So this is a key aspect of the faith. It's not, we're not saying that I, I believe that God exists. We're also not saying that I believe there's more than one God. We're saying, I believe in God. And in particular, the Nicene Creed expands on this and adds the word one. I believe in one God, Mm. the Father Almighty. That wasn't in the Apostles' Creed. This is one of those areas that that word is added in, probably to respond to the heresy of Martian. So the Martianite heresy that believed there was a good God and a bad God. Um, but nonetheless, for whatever reason it was added, 
It mm. specifies that it's one God. We I, bet, I bet it was pretty dangerous and controversial yes, in the of Roman course. world. Yeah, right? because the minute you <laughs> profess, I believe in one God, right. you're saying, and it's not the gods of Rome, mm -hmm. and in particular, it's not the emperor who was regarded as a god, you're in pretty deep water right from the get-go. Right. So the first article mentions God as the creator and the father. Uh, can you get into these two components a bit? I know that you think there's a bit of a tension between those two words. Uh, there's also a controversy around the word father yeah. as God. Uh, so explain. Let's get into this a bit. Sure. So let's start with creator. I think before we can begin to really talk about who God is mm. as Father, we need to discuss what God is. What do we mean when we say the word God? And in the creed, when we say, I believe in one God, what is this God we profess? Mm -hmm. That's a very, very important starting point. If we don't get that right, we're going to get a lot wrong. A small error in the beginning causes a big problem later on. If anyone's ever tried to build a fence, you learn that very quickly. So, what do we mean by the word God? There was a scholar of religion in the 20th century by the name of Rudolf Otto, and he defined God as if you could define God, but he defined God as mysterium tremendum et fascinans, a mystery at once terrifying and fascinating. And this wow. is a pretty powerful statement because I don't think any of us really think about what we mean by God. What do we mean when we say that God is infinite, eternal, all-holy, not just a being, but, but being itself? What do we mean when we say that God created the world? What is the creature in respect to the creator? What do we mean when we say that God holds all things in being right now? That nothing that is could exist right now if God weren't positively willing its existence. I don't think we think about those things very much. It's a, big, it's a big thought. So it's interesting. God is a mystery, which means not that we can't say anything about God, but that what we can say about God always pales in comparison to the reality mm -hmm. that is God. But he's a mystery at once, terrifying and fascinating. What, what are the responses to the God who is mysterium tremendum et fascinans? Fear and awe. And if you read the scriptures, this is all over the scriptures, and not just the Old Testament, by the way. So, there are those who might say, oh, the Old Testament God's that big, scary God you should fear, and the New Testament God's the really close, like, God that wants a relationship with you and loves you and is like a dad. Mm -hmm. But that would be, I think, a gross generalization. There's plenty of terrifying images of God in the New Testament and plenty of very comforting ones in the Old. No, God is, in the Scriptures, clearly one to be feared because of who God is in respect to who we are. Another scholar of religion of the 20th century, Mircea Eliade, talks about God as the one who is wholly other, as if to emphasize that God is 
is so unlike anything in the created universe that there is such a vast gulf between what it means to be creator and creature that 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 gulf is almost uncrossable. Mm. So one way in which I try to kind of bring this home is imagine yourself in a place where there's not a lot of artificial light. Have you ever traveled anywhere where there's not a lot of ar artificial light, maybe uh, in the country, um, maybe on a crisp, cool night, and you look up at the stars, you know, what's your experience? Like, it's, wow, there's a lot of stars. Right. Not like living by New York City, right. where you see like a few stars, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But when you go into the country, it's like, wow, there's way more stars than I thought there were, because right. you can see them. Right. Well, the closest star is the sun. That's 93 million miles away. That's crazy talk. I don't even know what that looks like effectively. Yeah. I mean, around the earth is 8,000 miles. And that's crazy to comprehend. The second closest star to us is 1.1 trillion miles away. So if I couldn't get 93 million, what about 1.1 trillion? And then think about the difference in distance between the closest and next closest star. I mean, between 93 million and 1.1 trillion is like a crazy distance. Those stars aren't anywhere near each other. And then you look up at that sky and you see all those stars, stars that, by the way, we're seeing now, some of them, but they don't exist anymore because it takes so long for their light to get to us that they've already right. died out. So like, yeah. what am I in respect to the universe? I'm- Respect. Yeah, nothing. Nothing, yeah. We are all called to be good stewards, whether that means making wise financial decisions for our families, for our parishes, or for organizations that we may advise or direct. Owning gold and silver is easy, and we're happy to be partnered with St. Joseph's, who has exclusively focused on helping families protect their wealth in gold and silver for over a decade. Their pricing is very competitive, and their dedicated retirement team was recognized last year as only one of two dealers in the nation who meet the stringent criteria of integrity, value, and dependability by an independent trust company. Take the steps today to protect your family from potential financial stress and allocate some of your hard-earned dollars to gold and silver as good stewards. Go to www.stjosephpartners.com forward slash array of hope to learn how you can protect your loved ones at this important moment in history. Again, that is www.stjosephpartners.com forward slash array of hope. So if you're wondering how you can help this ministry, rating and reviewing this podcast is the best way to help others hear it, as well as sharing it with your friends and your family. So join us in this mission by rating, reviewing, or sharing this episode with someone you think needs to hear it. And we want to thank you for your continued support of A Reason for Hope podcast. Okay, so God is infinitely greater than the universe. The universe is a creature of God. The gulf between creature and creator is so vast as to be almost incomprehensible. And yet, I'm a speck with regards to the universe. What am I with respect to God? Mm. That's what it means to be God. Right. Puts things in perspective. Now, there was an interesting conversation that was had recently that Jordan Peterson was part of. And somebody talked about, you know, believing in God. And Jordan Peterson said something to the effect of, I mean, seriously, do any of us really believe in God? I mean, really? 
Mm-hmm. And it's an interesting question. Not that he doesn't believe in God. I think what he was drawing out is when we really think about what we mean by God, none of us really act like that God really exists. You know, because if we did, we would live in a very different way. You know, what, what would that mean for my life? That <laughs> That's the God that exists. One of the things that I think should come to our mind when we're considering the vast difference between what it means to be creature and what it means to be creator, that in the great scheme of the universe, we're a speck of dust, so what are we in comparison to God? Is think about what sin is. Sin is us, proverbially a speck of dust, telling God, greater than the universe, infinite, almighty, eternal, that we're in charge. Mm. Claiming for ourselves the power and authority that only God has. It's the ultimate in silliness when you think about it. Sin is the, the stupidest thing on earth. The speck of dust telling the God that's greater than the universe, nah, I'm going to do it my way. I got it. You know, I don't need you. I don't need your law. And so, look at what disobedience to God's law even looks like in virtue of that. It seems like the supreme silliness, really. Yeah. That's a good point. I think that's a very important starting point. Yeah. God is the creator and source of all that is. He holds everything in being. There is nothing that exists that doesn't receive its existence from God as first cause and final cause. Yeah. So, I think that this is... uh, something that many people don't consider, yeah. but it's, I think, an important place yeah, to, to good. begin. So we talked about what God is, right? But what do we mean about God being the creator? Okay, so I think we have to make a distinction between creating and making. When we talk about God creating, we mean he creates, in Latin it's ex nihilo, from nothing. Mm. Making is creating from stuff that already is, maybe putting it together in different configurations. But when we mean God is the creator, we mean he creates from nothing, that there was nothing, Mm. and then something. That's a very important point, because logically speaking, from nothing, only nothing can come. Like, so when people talk about, well, once there was nothing, it's almost like they're proving there must be a God. Because if there was nothing at some point, there would still be nothing. But it's the fact that there was nothing at some point, which means God must exist, because only God can bring something out of nothing. <laughs> right? That sounds funny, but yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, you got to wrap your mind around that a little bit. Right. So I think that that's a key point. Right. And then when we talk about the first article of the creed, we say, creator of heaven and earth. Now, earth actually is not just like the physical world, earth. Earth refers to all things that are material. And heaven doesn't refer to the heavens like the solar system. It refers to the heavenly, Mm -hmm. meaning all things spiritual. This is why in the Nicene Creed, 
what is added is another qualification. All things visible and invisible. Visible meaning the material world, invisible meaning the spiritual. Right, makes sense. Good, good. Very good. So the spiritual world would include, for example, angels, mm. which we're not going to get into, but nevertheless, that's the kind yeah, that's of a whole other thing. Angels are creations of God. Yeah. He brought them into existence from nothing. Mm. So it's awesome. Well, we didn't get to God the Father, but we'll we'll come back to that in the next episode. Yeah, I think that deserves its own yeah. treatment. Yeah. Awesome. Well, great. Thanks for hanging, and uh, we'll get back to you next time. Awesome. So glad that you joined us on this podcast today. I want to remind you to please share this podcast with as many people as possible. The more people hear it, the more our Lord can heal and save. Stay connected to us by your favorite social media platform at R4H Podcast. That's the letter R, the number four, and the letter H Podcast. Check us out on YouTube as well, where you can see us doing the interviews on video. Also, if you have any thoughts or ideas or comments or suggestions, please email us. We want to hear from you at podcast at arrayofhope.net. And remember, in a world where things can be dark, Christ is the light, and there's always a reason for hope. Until next time, this is Mario Costabile. Peace. <laughs>